What's up, you guys? It's Gemini21, aka Ray the Lamb, and you are listening to Universal Chit Chat, BKA Universal Spirit Music. A, I was doing a quick drop, real quick, to let you guys know that, like I said, I'm doing a new twist. So, in with the spiritual stuff that I'm talking about on my other pages, it's like really a surprise what I'm talking about on my podcast because it doesn't look any well, it does look like spirit music. It's, it's spirit, but they're like, Where's the music coming in? At? Where's the music coming in? At? Well, the music is coming in, so you know, um, I'm not sure about doing music right now on my podcast, but there is music going to be on my Facebook. And my Facebook is Universal Spirit Music Aid. And you can get there by go and um, liking and sending a friend request to Ray Lamb on Facebook. That is Ray Lamb on Facebook. Yeah, so right now I'm just listening to some things about empaths. And, you know, those are like um, clairvoyant people with clairvoyant gifts. And I'm just trying to figure out how to deal with my own gift as an empath and trying to see um, if I can balance out some things in my life because my life has been a roller coaster. And speaking of that, I got to go update my blog because I just got to let people know and just keep a little documentation. That's why it's called a document, um, <laughs> a documentary. Like, just, this is my doc uh, oh why can't i get it out right now you guys just took my tongue all day long but it is a bio documentary book of my life and it's real life this is a podcast that connects into different sites um and then it comes together as one and all this makes me it makes me it makes my life my situation what i've been going through and i've been going through a war I'm told, I'm, I'm, ooh, look at them words. Told you them bloopers come with it. It's real life. It's real life, right? Got to so we can get that tongue right and we can get to pronouncing them words good. Okay, so I, I want to touch the subject of spiritual warfare because my life is nothing but a spiritual warfare. And when we're talking about warfare, we're talking about things affecting you Um, mentally when things can affect you emotionally they can affect you mentally and then when they affect you mentally they can it starts to affect you um physically so all that together can be a, a great problem for people i know it is for me and i chose to share it with others that is another well that's the greatest point of universal spirit music aid um is to talk about things that are entailed in the universe that means universes plural which is not said but plural because you know we have multiple worlds multiple multiple um universes so it entails all and i'm not afraid to touch any subject so when i'm talking to different people i'm going to touch these different subjects and it's it's for my podcast so hopefully no one has a a judgment or anything like that but everybody has their personal opinion and they have a right to that so what can i say so i want to i want to talk about that part and then the music i say the music is the gift of the angels and this is how they get their messages across is through sound and song instrument music period and then now in the modern days it's the 
the entertainment business, this is where we shoot to to go get our messages across. So we, we shoot to the top. We go places that we can be heard and many people can hear us. So like this podcast, for instance. Also, it's just a universal place where random conversation, because everything is not always going to have to do with spirit or God or along the lines of religion or anything like that. Sometimes it's just going to be, maybe we're talking about science. Maybe we're talking about um, the the way daycares are ran or just like how I speak about the coronavirus and now we're dealing with the delta so yeah this is this is what's coming so that part be patient the spirit part is coming out check out the instagram page universal spirit music 8 facebook universal spirit make music 8 once again friend um friend ray lamb and you're in go join spirit music club only okay yeah what's up you guys it is gemini 21 aka ray the lamb back with my new universal twist you guys are tuning in to universal chit chat bka universal spirit music aid so i've been thinking sitting and thinking brainstorming you can check that one out go look at my um website um universal spirit music wordpress.com and that is spirit music spelled with the s not like podcast guys it's spelled with the s uh, excuse me gotta wait till i move up a little bit wasn't nothing else available but it's there and um shoot it might not even be open right now i'm working on it so i probably got it closed but um there's a little blog entry about me brainstorming so i've been brainstorming and i'm like i like the little music that they have on here but i need to do a little bit of my own to get my own feeling in there i mean i'm trying to get my vibe happening so <laughs> last podcast i did it was a twist but the podcast before then was a podcast on HSP, which is hypersensitive personality. Hypersensitive person. Hold on. You know, I want to, <clears throat> excuse me, make sure I'm telling you it the exact way. So I'm going to go back real quick. Just check. Make sure I didn't say it wrong. I'm a hypersensitive person myself. So I know that is the term for it. But there might be a... Let's see if... There might be a more detailed title for it. Persons. Okay. Oops. Oops, we all make mistakes. Okay, so um, <laughs> HSPs have the following characteristics. They startle easily at loud noises and bright lights. They find large crowds overwhelming. 
They are incredibly sensitive to sights, smells, and touches. They get over overstimulated quickly. Mm-hmm. They have a princess and the P reaction to physical things. Yes, definitely. They find it. That's the story that I had been explaining to my people. And I would tell them, I'm like, it's almost like I'm like, I'm really, really sensitive. It's almost like, you know, the needle in the haystack. That's what I would say. But it would, I would be messing it up because that's not exactly what I mean. That's how deep we are. It's like a needle in a haystack. But we are so sensitive that it is like the pea and the princess and the pea. So it's it's a story about the princess and the pea and the princess was very uncomfortable in her bed. So they had to keep coming in and resituating her mattresses. I think they had to keep removing mattresses because they got all the way down to the last one and realized that there was a pea, a little itty bitty pea under the mattress and that's this is what was making her uncomfortable so uh they find it hard to tune out their environment it is it is i just had to do all of this to tune out y'all don't even you can't even see what i'm doing over here right now i had to do the tune out so i want to do this real quick i'm trying to figure out something here it's just a random thought I had. Like, how am I going to do my podcast live without being live? Like, without really being in front of the camera? Because I'm not ready for all of that. Let's see what else they're talking about. Oh, don't you hate that? It just take you. You can't even just click and it, it says more and you click it and it doesn't unfold. It just takes you to a whole other area. So, I'm, and they breaking them down, you know, because this is probably the perfect one that I need to use. So, I'm about to go off this side right here. We got little ads popping up that we don't need. Okay, so I'm reading this off of learningmind.com. Okay, so... Have you ever heard someone being described as a hypersensitive person or a highly sensitive one? You might think they are one and the same, but actually the two are completely different. The best way to describe them is that hypersensitivity is an emotional state, whereas high sensitivity is biological. To demonstrate what the difference between a hypersensitive person and a highly sensitive one, let's take a hypothetical incident. A car has accidentally gently hit another car while it's backing out of a parking spot. A hypersensitive person might jump out of their car and shout and scream at the driver, demanding their insurance details and making a big deal out of the tiniest bit of damage. A highly sensitive person would be more concerned that everyone was okay and not one was hurt. See the difference there? So a highly sensitive person is more empathetic and sympathetic. And a hypersensitive person 
overreacts about everything and it's just they're a very that's how sensitive they are they're so sensitive and then they go off just like loud or dramatic you know hypersensitive persons versus highly sensitive persons there's no evidence that to suggest that hypersensitive people's brains react in any differently to people who are not hypersensitive bloopers reality however new research suggests that the region of the brain that deals sensory information empathy is different in hsp so i'm gonna put with in there because i think they're supposed to say that that deals with sensory information and empathy is different in hsps i'm gonna put that in there because it's not there hsps have the following characteristics so we're gonna, I'm gonna start over where i was just at okay so um, you can fast forward if you want to, but I would just listen to it because I'm probably going to give my own commentary. My own commentary. All right. They are easily at loud. They are startled easily at loud noises and bright lights. Yep. So I have HSP and I have anxiety because of it, I guess. So I'm startled very easily at loud noises. After a while, you kind of get used, you train yourself to get used to certain things, like from the neighborhoods where I come from, there's some gunshots and stuff like that. And at first it can kind of startle you, but sometimes they close. And you just gotta get used to it. After a while, you just get used to it. Now, that's just like on the 4th of July. In the beginning, it startles you a little bit once those fire, all those uh, fireworks start to go off and bombs that people are blowing up because you don't know when they're going to blow them up. It can scare anybody, but loud noises, doors closing, um, things falling, dropping. It just jump out your shoes and bright lights. I have, once again, anxiety. So I'll be in a situation... And perfect example, real life situation I just went through a couple of months ago. I was sitting on the porch and I looked across. I was sitting, matter of fact, I never sat on the porch since I had moved to this particular house. And I was off in the cut because I go off in the cut behind a bush or a tree or in the corner of the porch, anyways. Anxiety. I was talking to someone who was sitting on the porch with me and all of a sudden this big old bright light came on and I'm like what in the world so I turned around and looked in front of me and the neighbors across the street the guy was just in his car the guy was just in his car with his lights on and they were bright he had his brights on (laughs) And he was just sitting there, and he ended almost like he was looking across the street at me in shock because I looked like a deer in headlights. So it's almost like he was looking directly across, but he just sat there. He didn't do anything. He didn't move, look for nothing in the car. He was just sitting there for a minute. But maybe he didn't know they was on, and it was the daytime, and you probably couldn't see them, and since the sun was already out you probably couldn't see the light actually shining in my face or over towards my house so I'm gonna just go with that one but 
things like that, they do startle me. I don't like, uh, when I was, that's another one, when I was, um, when I was like eight or nine years old, I was doing a talent show, and the talent show was on the stage, and the stage had bright lights on the top, like, like a gymnasium stage, and when we, when I went up there to do the song I was performing, I think I was performing Understanding, either it was, it was camp or school, I can't even be precise, but the lights were so bright when I started to sing the song, I started getting dizzy, I started sweating, I was disorientated, I had slight anxiety, okay, and then turn around and became a like a part to think that I was a rapper when I was a teenage rapper and I had anxiety you know okay so that is one of the first signs of HST hypersensitive person is you startle easily from loud noises and bright lights okay next they find large crowds overwhelming and boy is this me? I find large crowds very overwhelming. It is, it, it is suck your and it is so overwhelming that it's like you are receiving and exchanging so much energy from those around you that it is overloading your system, and then you kind of it's like a self destruct. You can you go into an anxiety attack, and an anxiety attack sometimes includes once again disorientation um nervousness shaking sweating palms uh sweaty clammy palms uh, clumsiness you even might go into a traumatic mode where you almost feel like there's so much going on around you you feel attacked by this energy where you go into a bombshell mode a turtle shell mode where you just kind of go into a shell or back into a corner so yes over i was here go another story i was going to do a some some schooling and i was in a very big facility school campus like not campus but um what do you call it it was just like a very big school college type and when I went in there there were so many people that you really a person who does have anxiety and is that sensitive can find it truly overwhelming there are people walking in big crowds and it's it's tighter than the mall so you go to try to open a door and basically someone has to take the door from you this is how many people it that you got two or three people trying to hold the door at one time and get through so yes I felt very small in this big 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 school college of all these people, crowd of people, and I actually never went back. I never went back to that place. It was too much for me. As I said, it was worse than a mall. Mm-mm. 
but there is a time to try retry everything in life all right next they are incredibly sensitive to sights smells and touch So I'm incredibly sensitive to sight. I had to think for a minute on an example because I can see something on my peripheral and depending on if I'm in a, a certain mood, I'd be like, oh, what's that? Oh, look at that. Oh, it's a bunny. Oh, it's a squirrel. Look at those pink chairs. Oh, that car is so pretty. That's me all day on my peripheral so I'm very sensitive to sights and I smells okay so this is real I get on my people's nerves because I will go chasing smells if you smell something find it and eliminate it please that's me I gotta find it gotta eliminate it if it's stinky trash it's got to go is if if it's um some some dirty clothes um let me find my way to them then they've been sitting here too long it's time to go um eventually we're gonna figure out if the refrigerator is doing too much that's why we gonna have this whole nother segment about housing and cleaning and good regiments but not okay but anyways we are on hsc hypersensitive persons right now so smells like they I, I can be harassed by a smell burning food it really hurts my brain those smells go straight to your brain but i'm an aromatherapy person aroma ray yes natural healing solutions and um I like pleasant smells, and I believe that smells are very helpful to the body and the mind and the spirit, and I think that they can help you and heal you, so I like to put together my own uh, scents and, and whatnot in my home. That is something else I'm going to be coming with, but it's going to take a little bit, maybe not as long as I think, though, right? Okay, so touch, sensitive to touch. So I think that, I don't know, I don't want to say touch, like meaning something touching you, but you touching other stuff. So touching different fabrics or feeling certain details. Or, yes, you could be sensitive to things touching you, like, yeah. I got a good one. I'm not sure if everybody has went through something like this, but you can tell me. Have you went through a time where you have felt like your like you something was biting you and when you wipe it was nothing there? Or have you ever rubbed and it was a piece of salt or a piece of hair? sensitive to touch the senses like stuff touching you and you touching stuff sensitive you know and people could touch you or tap you and it would feel to you like as if they were hitting you or assaulting you in some way or being a little too rough but they may not see it from their side because this is how they are with everybody but to you 
you are like, wow, why are you so rough? Why are you so aggressive? Why do you have to, you know, so get a tap me so hard? Or, that's because you're sensitive. That's all. All right, next. They get overstimulated quickly. Over, I think that's right because when I get in the spirit and I get to talking like this sun is shining beautifully right now. I wish you guys could see it. Um, when I get to talking and or I get in my spirit in a certain mode or something that makes me happy is very pleasurable or pleasing to me, I get overstimulated. I got another one. Uh, has someone maybe ever? tickled you and it was just too much you can't handle it it was almost painful for you overstimulating some people maybe even tinkled on themselves a little bit it's overstimulating that is because you probably don't a sensitive person have to pause but I do know what to do though that was a nice playlist Hopefully they don't have a problem with me playing this um, this playlist because there's no words on it. So I had to think and use my brain. All right, overstimulated quickly, too much loud music, and you've been say you've been just sitting there at a party. You were there before the party and the music was on, and then you were there during the party and and then you were there after the party no that could be overwhelming for anybody but period just say today is not the day you don't want to hear no loud music and for some reason it seems extremely loud to you almost like I said to the point it's painful you want to cover up your ears you got to get away from it overstimulate it very quickly oh uh, let's see the, 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 the ones the <laughs> blooper <laughs> that's real life those are the ones that I'm going to go with right now. Next, they have a princess in the PC. We just talked about that princess in the P reaction to physical things. So that's how sensitive you are. And I am that sensitive. So I could be sitting on something. And the smaller it is, the more detailed it is, the better I can tell it. They, ha- they find it hard to tune out their environment. Yeah, it takes a lot for me to actually zone out and block what's going on around me out so I can focus on what's in front of me and what I'm doing. This is why I don't really watch TV a lot, you guys. It's because I can't even focus on it because as soon as something happens around me, the smallest little thing, my attention is thrown and I've missed half the movie. Yep. <laughs> so, let's see, what else? They need downtime to recharge their batteries. This is kind of my downtime, whether you guys know it or not, to recharge my batteries because I have been overstimulated lately and it has been draining exhausting i am sore and in pain <sighs> and i had to share that with you guys because 
that is what it can do cause you physical pain sometimes to be overstimulated and overworked okay that's why these words right here it says overwhelming and overstimulating for a sensitive overly sensitive person do you guys hear this now this is something i'm listening to but really they had to put a uh the baby crying in the background okay so see it's it's very hard to tune out certain things i had to pay that attention but they need downtime to recharge so you gotta take some time to yourself they say usually like with empaths they need an hour well hsps need more than an hour you need like a day or two to just Stay to yourself and away from too many people, especially those who drain your energy and recuperate. Take everything on a lower, more calmer, sensitive level. Slow music, um, low lights, just flow. All right. Next, they work well in a nurturing environment such as teaching and counseling as an HSP myself yes I feel that way I, I do that I love teaching and I'm good in environments that involve talking to people and listening to people so people tell me I don't listen and they say I be interrupting them but they be interrupting me too so, you know how that goes. I know y'all know how that goes. Somebody be telling you be doing something, but you're looking at them doing it. <laughs> That's how life goes, so, right? So, teaching and counseling people, which is giving your knowledge to them and trying to guide them with the knowledge that you've gained through life in the best direction from your own perception. Yes. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next, next, next. They are more likely to be artists and musicians. I think that speaks for itself. Next. They are highly empathetic and get upset easily. Yeah. I agree. Because I whole ass, I just said it, I whole ass be flipping out. Get upset very easily because I'm sensitive and I take what people do and say to another level on another level because I look at it so deeply. Like, why are you rolling your eyes if you don't have an attitude with me? Why are you turning your back on me if you're not ignoring me? I get upset, you know, especially about respect. Okay, so highly empathetic I sympathize with other people even though I'm not quite in their position and they're not quite in mine but I can put myself in other people's shoes because I can observe life as I said on a deeper level and when I'm looking at things from the outside looking in and I observe them I'm like uh that looks painful 
<laughs> that is exactly what I'm like. That looks painful. That doesn't look too comfortable right there. If I was them, I would get tired of sitting like that for too long. Or how about those animals, those flies? Ah, a fly is flying around me. I'm like, oh my God, get it away. And then you got these animals and they have to deal with them all the time, all over them. See, that's the way I think from their perspective. Then I look at the little little um the bees and I say wow they have a small life it takes them way longer to get to the other side of the world than it does for us <coughs> sorry in a plane than it does for us in the plane so yeah that's really highly empathetic and um I put myself in the shoes of other things other people in other situations next one second, you guys. I gotta wet my whistle. <clears throat> I wanna tell y'all guys also before I get to the rest of this about this water powder stuff. You know, y'all guys be having that. <clears throat> One second, let me get the water first. Y'all guys be be having a Welch's low pouches put them inside of your 16 ounce water bottle shake them up and go well I have something like that and I'm going to take a picture of it and I'm going to uh, post it on one of my socials it is a powder called drip drop and this guy I don't have it with me right now but this guy he created this because he used to go on these what do you call those rescues? I want to say rescue, ranger, missions, retreat things where you go to these other countries and you help people who are sick and in need and they need medical treatment. You have these, like even when we go to the hospital, if you're dehydrated, you have drips of this saline-like substance that has certain things in there that's supposed to bring you back really, really fast and emergency uh liquid the emergency drink that or um, i'm sorry an emergency substance is that what i'm trying to say that will rehydrate your body really fast and it got these electrolytes in it so he decided he wanted to put it in a powder and make sure that everybody could have that same benefit especially if they were extremely feeling dehydrated Sometimes it's hard to bring back people because they could be close. They could be, it's, it's definitely, you know, very dangerous, life endangering when you are that dehydrated. And drip drop is something that can bring them back. I got them from $17.99 off of Amazon, you guys. And it comes with, um, $17 I think it comes with 16 in the pack I'm not sure because they're not here but I, you know I'm gonna bring it back up okay so anyways the um like they oh they are intuitive and very observant well I think I've explained that in all the other things that I've been talking about how observant because that word has came across more than once we are observant, so we see things on a deeper level. I 
things that people don't see on the surface we can see the things that are deeper than the surface like they're on the surface already that's zoom in highlight emphasize this is so in big bold letters right now you see it observant like i'm observant that if i say giant eagle and then a giant eagle truck drives past that i'm gonna notice it because hey i just said giant eagle that's how observant i am you know i'm observant to the point where i notice that the sun oh i just blinded myself with the sun that the sun and the clouds like right now they resemble an eye watching down on you if you take a picture if i take a picture that's exactly what it's gonna look like guys Well, it's it's not really there anymore through my eyes, but I'm sure if I take a picture, I'm sure if I take a picture, it's going to come out in that version. I'm almost done. I'm almost done reading. It's only two more, but I want to go take this picture real quick, and I'm probably not going to get it. It just took me so long to get to it, and I just realized it was moving, you guys. Yeah, it's gone. But I'll still take a picture. Take a picture while I'm talking to you guys and post it on Universal Spirit Music 8 Instagram. So, they prefer solo sports. I don't prefer sports at all, honestly. But maybe I would if this was, this was a different life. So, but if this is not, this is this life, and it's not. I'm about to get it. I got it. I'm almost going to lose it because I'm moving. So, see, observation. Come on. I missed it. See this 
or a cloud coming over. Stop again if the sun try to pop back out on me, y'all. Yes, it will. Right. I blinded myself again. Okay, so sports? No, not me. I've never been a sports person at all. I usually go to sleep and during any type of sport. But there it is. So I had the camera actually like on it and ready. Okay, so they said they prefer solo sports. That's probably like maybe maybe if you're a male. No, girls like sports too though. Girls like sports too. So. Just not for me. I don't have much to say on that. But if I were a sports person, it would be basketball. Basketball is. a solo sport it's a team sport so one doesn't match me they tend to be people pleasers I'm definitely a people pleaser you guys I will make my whole environment comfortable to myself but also to others so I want to make sure they have entertainment they have comfort HSP is, here are eight signs of a hypersensitive person. Their reactions are over the top. Number one, their reactions will appear much more exaggerated than the rest of us. Yep. 
you guys can see that. <laughs> okay, number two, the slightest thing sets them off. We talked about that, upsetting them. Do you, you always find yourself treading on eggshells around a particular person because you don't know what is going to upset them at any time, if at even just this time. Number three, they become easily overwhelmed. We talked about that. And it means a hypersensitive person tends to want to do their best and takes on so much that they can that they can handle. So much more than they can handle, you guys. I screwed that up really bad. Blue reality. This often leads them to feel overwhelmed. But due to their hypersensitivity, they don't let on it is too late <laughs> then they erupt and people think they are being difficult oh that's me let me read that whole thing over again they become easily overwhelmed this isn't the same as the above although it looks very similar a hypersensitive person tends to want to do their best and take on much more than they can handle this often leads them to feel overwhelmed but due to their hypersensitivity they don't let on until it is too late then they erupt and people are think they're being dif- think people think they are being difficult and i said that because that's the part that really caught me is people think they're being difficult and i deal with that a lot in my life but i'm not it's just i'm sensitive and overwhelmed easily What am I experiencing? Technical difficulties, right? I think I'm expect. I am. I'm. I'm experiencing some slight. There we go. Sometimes you gotta do these things ahead of time. Okay. Four. They focus on the tiny details. I think that's me. And if you guys can't tell, you will be able to tell. They are also very good at the finer details in life. So if a hypersensitive person is making a fuss about a small detail that looks irrelevant to you, perhaps you should pay it some attention. It might be important. You never know what's going on there. That's why I said you got to look at the things that are deeper and look at them on a surface level. Number five, they are overanalyzers way that they spell this guys that was just funny though that's all hypersensitive people will tend to spend hours and hours going over a text message and email and a conversation in their head to get a clear picture of the situation they are like a dog with a bone when it comes to getting the point of an issue most people can let things go but not a hypersensitive person they will pursue a matter to the point where it is embarrassing to them oh they are so on point i'm not gonna tell you about these issues yes i am the problem is all the while they are focusing on the past they are not fulfilling their future so me i've been focusing on the past situation for so long that it has embarrassed me i have went through whole total social embarrassment all of that just because i have been dwelling on this problem for so long from the past and now I also have another situation that's present and becoming the past now where I'm embarrassed as hell because I'm going through a whole bunch of bull crap 
with a situation because I need to I can't, can't let it go until I get a clear understanding of what exactly is going on and until I get an understanding of what exactly is going on I cannot just dismiss it and that's me sorry to tell you that um, <laughs> six they are extremely self aware yeah I'm self aware I'm, I'm really really self aware you might not think so after reading this the comments above but hypersensitive people are very self aware to the point where they can even laugh at themselves yep that's me those that are, those that are will know exactly what sets them off they're triggers there's that word that people don't like triggers I want to tell you guys what triggers are real quick right after I read this. There are triggers, how to back down and to relax and how to stop overreacting. So, I think I need to read that again because if I didn't receive it well, then that means you probably didn't receive it well through me. You might not think so after reading the comments above. Hold on, you guys. might not think so after reading the comments above but hypersensitive people are very self-aware to the point where they can even laugh at themselves so i can laugh at myself all the time because i'm self-aware of my dumb ass antics and i am self-aware of my trips i'm self-aware of my trips i'm self-aware so if my hair is bad and I got the alfalfa, I'm aware, I see something that shouldn't be up there like that, looks a little weird, and I might be like, oh, I look dark, I look like alfalfa, you know, self-aware, and I can laugh at myself. Those that are, will know exactly what sets them off, their triggers, how to back down, and to relax, and how to stop overreacting. So, their triggers, my triggers, one of my triggers are um people using the word negative and once you use that word negative um with me that is a trigger for me and especially if I'm being negative no I'm lying to you <laughs> it's a trigger for you because then you may be aware um that you are being negative that's just a trigger when someone says it to you or a trigger is just being negative regarding negative negative see negative it's a trigger and it can self-awarely you know that you can be triggered very easily by negativity in self or others and sometimes you may not know how to back down and relax and stop overreacting because even with yourself, like me, I go into these whole rants and breakdowns because I feel a slight negativity. Someone else may have caused the negativity. Now, I'm feeling the negativity, and I'm self-aware of myself. Now, you got me acting negative, and I am so uncomfortable with it that I just cannot stop overreacting and flipping out and talking about it and explaining it to them over in 12 different ways. 
type of self-aware, sensitive type of person like that. (laughs) Those that are self-aware and can manage to control their outbursts tend to go on to have very successful careers. Their sensitivity, that one scared me. See that noise right there? It scared me and it's my music, so I might need to. I want to say I need to turn it down just an inch. But I don't want to turn it down too much because this is my background music also. There we go. Their sensitivity towards situations and others is a bonus in the world in the workplace. Oh God. Yes. Guys, we got to get up out of here real quick because this is about the end. And we got two more. Um, They prefer to work alone. So it is natural for them to work alone when they are on their own, like me right now. (laughs) And eight, before we get up out of here, is they are insecure and emotionally immature. If you know me, you know I'm insecure and emotionally immature. So, my I'm very sensitive, and if someone hurts my feelings, I'm like pouty boohoo, and I'm like, so what are you saying? Like, and what is you saying a thousand times? That's me. Like, what is you saying though? I, I don't understand. Like, cause you you all I feel is that you was offending me. That's pretty much it, and that's what I'm feeling right now. So I could let it go or I could hold on to it, but I choose to, you know, because it. I'm emotionally immature, you know. Um, so, yeah, hypersensitive people have not learned how to deal with their emotions, which is why they often react in an over-the-top manner. It is this insecurity that often leads them to making the wrong assumption about people. That's right. And sometimes wrong assumption, assuming, making an ass out of yourself, embarrassing yourself for no reason, and it may not even be that deep, but sometimes we jump to conclusions, maybe from something that we've been through or something that we're scared of going through. All right, you guys, that was HSP, hypersensitive persons, and um, the description and my breakdown narrating for you. Hope you guys enjoyed this segment. I'm out. What's up, guys? It is Gemini21, a.k.a. Ray the Lamb, and you are back at Universal Chit Chat, okay? So, I was just discussing HSP. Wrap that up, and now we are on to the subject of personality traits, personality types, rather. And I'm going to read from a list of the Myers and Briggs 16 personality types. HSP is what kind of brought me to this subject because it is a personality trait. And it is one that I have, HSP. So, yes, guys, number one, I'm an empath, and I have HSP. That is a bad combination. 
let's get to these personality traits though because I think I'm some of these too which would mean I have multiple personalities Gemini 21 all right explore our in-depth descriptions of each 16 personality traits okay can't wait and they even have a test on here but I'm not gonna do it right now the 16 personality types were created by Isabel Myers and Catherine Briggs look them up developers of the MBTI assessment Myers and Briggs created their personality typology to help people discover their own strengths and gain a better understanding of how people are different when you discover your own personality traits you'll understand more clearly why you do the things you do you will gain confidence in your strengths and be better able to make decisions that suit your true nature true nature the first personality trait on the list is an I N F P. So, did you see that little glitch? <laughs> That's okay. But the personality trait, these are going to be a little extensive. So, I might not necessarily do a more than one. I'm thinking to myself, I'm probably going to break them down because of how long and extensive they are, but we'll see how it goes. We'll just play it by ear right now. Okay, so INFP is the healer. INFPs are imaginative, idealists, guided by their own core values and beliefs. To a healer, possibilities are paramount. The reality of the moment is only of passing concern. They see potential for a better future and pursue truth and meaning through their own flair. Hmm. Let's go into there, into this a little bit deeper. That's what I meant to say. Blooper. Real life. Yes. Okay, so the INF, did I just read this? Yeah, I did. Okay, so pursue truth and meaning with their own individual flair. INFPs are sensitive, caring, and compassionate and are deeply concerned with their personal growth of themselves and others. So INFPs, INFPs are sensitive and they care and they are very passionate and compassionate for others and they're concerned for others and their selves and the growth of others and their selves individualistic and non-judgmental they're individualistic and non-judgmental <laughs> INFPs believe that each person must find their own path. They enjoy, I know a lot of those people. They enjoy spending time exploring their own ideas and values and are generally encouraging to others to do the same. INFPs are creative and often artistic. They enjoy finding new outlets 
for self-expression like such sorry guys my headset okay so are you an INF INFP person I felt like I said it wrong the whole time you guys I messed up but it's all right what does INFP stand for? INFP is one of the 16 personality types created by Ms. Briggs and Ms. Myers, creators of the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator. INFP stands for introversion, intuition, feeling, and perceiving, which are four core personality traits based on the work of psychologist C.G. Jung. Each of the four letters of the INFP code signifies a key personality trait of this type. INFPs are energized by time alone, introverted, which means that they are more to themselves. They focus on ideas and concepts rather than facts and details. Facts and details, ideas and concepts. So that's what their main focus on is the idea of and the concept of not that this is a fact the detail that make it a fact intuitive make decisions based and that's what that basically means when people focus on ideas and concepts rather than facts and details is intuitive make decisions based on feelings and values which means feeling and prefer to be spontaneous and flexible rather than planned and organized perceiving that's an infp person meaning that they're kind of probably more go with the flow let's see how things go the infp personality type is also called the healer because of their sympathetic idealism and gentle compassion for other people. Other nicknames for the INFP include a thoughtful idealist, MBTI, the mediator, 16 personalities. <laughs> you guys should go check this out, really. Like, go watch a video on YouTube or something. INFP values and motivations. INFPs value authenticity and want to be original and individual in what they do they are often concerned with the search for meaning and truth within themselves i might be one of those two following tradition holds little appeal for no infp they prefer to do their own exploration of values and ideas and decide for themselves what seems right infps are often offbeat and unconventional but they feel no desire to conform no desire to conform whatsoever. The INFP would rather be true to themselves than try to fit in with the crowd. And that sounds like that could be me too. Because I don't want to fit in with the crowd. I want to be different. INFPs are accepting and non-judgmental in their treatment of others. Believing that each person must, fo- must follow their own path. They are flexible and accommodating and can often see many points of view. It is important to the INFP to support other people. However, the INFP may react strongly if they feel their own values are being violated. 
They especially hate being strain-rolled by people who insist there's one right way to do things. INFPs want an open, supportive exchange of ideas. I'm open to all ideas. Think out of the box. How others see the INFP? Well, how do others see the INFP personality? And for people who might have... um, Well, I'm pretty sure you can't join in the middle if you didn't join now. Okay, see, I'm new at this, you guys. And for my podcasters, I am also doing my live. So anything you can't see that's going on, just know I'm on video. (laughs) Let's go. How others see INFPs may initially seem cool as they reserve their most authentic thoughts and feelings for people they know well. They are reflective and often spiritual and often interested in having meaningful conversations about values, ethics, people, and personal growth. Typically curious and open-minded, the healer continually seeks a deeper understanding of themselves and of the people around them. They are passionate about their ideas, but private as well. Few people understand the depths of an INFP's commitment to their beliefs. INFPs are sensitive and empathetic and engage themselves in a lifelong quest for meaning and authenticity. The mundane aspects of life are of less interest to this type, and they are more excited by interesting ideas than by practical facts. They typically accept others without question and may take special interest in offbeat points of view or alternative lifestyles. Do you have an alternative lifestyle or a offbeat point of life, a view of life? They often have a special affection for the arts, especially the avant-garde. As they love experiencing new concepts of self-expression. Okay, I'm sorry. Had to pause right there because that word guard is what it looks like it says. Avant-garde. There we go. So that is INFP. How rare is the INFP personality type? INFP is the ninth most common type in the population. They make up... 4% of the general population, 5% of women, and 4% of men. Famous INFPs would include Princess Diana. Didn't know that, did ya? Well, you do now. Audrey Hepburn. You know who that is? I think that's an actor. Go look her up. Fred Rogers. John Lennon. Kurt Cobain. Tori Amos, Morrissey, Chloe Sevenji. If I murder anybody's name, I am so sorry. William Shakespeare, Bill Watterson, A.A. Milne. Hey, that's bad. Helen Keller, Carl Rogers, and Isabel Briggs Myers. 
creator of the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator. Yeah, INFP quotes. There's <laughs> a nice one. Healers care deeply, passionately about a few special persons or a favorite cause, and their fervent aim is to bring peace to the world and wholeness to themselves and their loved ones. And that is by David Kiersey. Please understand me too. Facts about INFPs. Interesting facts. Um, Okay, let me just go. On personality trait measures, score score as artistic, reflective, careless, sensitive, flexible and appreciative so that's something that a fact a cool fact that probably no one knew about if infps because you know a lot of people don't even know what infp is so let me read that again on personality trait measures score as artistic reflective careless sensitive flexible and appreciative among likely of all types to suffer heart disease. Probably because they don't care. In men among least likely to report chronic pain. Probably because they really, really don't care. They don't care. Second highest of all types to report marital dissatisfaction. Probably because they don't care. And they're sensitive on top of not caring. So how are you going to be sensitive and not care? I'm that. I might be a little bit of that, but I care though. So. Second highest of all types to report. Oh, sorry. just read that. Among, ooh, there's another quote. Clearly, INFPs are best when whatever they're doing serves their personal values. really got to tighten this up got a little sneak peek at me but that's all right Among most likely to have suicidal thoughts in college. So, they start early in age having suicidal thoughts. Probably because they're sensitive and reflective. Tend to be more successful than the average in learning a foreign language. Reflective. I see reflectiveness there. Among types most likely to be dissatisfied with their work. I can see that being possible. Sensitive. Artistic. Reflective. Personal values include autonomy and creativity. Overrepresented in occupations and counseling. 
writing and the arts okay next infp hobbies and interests popular hobbies for infps include poetry creative writing music photography theater and visual arts i think i fit into that category pretty well i mean i would agree that i can relate to most of what they have said regarding an infp personality there are 16 of them guys so just know that i'm not doing 16 lives about this you're gonna go have to check out you're gonna go have to go um check out my podcast for that to have to go and check it out so that is the infp personality trait aka the healer okay so if you think you are an infp personality if you're that person then let me know but we're not done Yeah, I know, like, this little cartoon is creepy because the the filter, the mouth won't keep up with my mouth. And I'm talking when she's not talking. And that means I'm not talking. And then when I wink, she's not winking, you know. But I think it all has to do with lighting. We're going to get it together, though. So, strengths. We got the strengths going on. Told you it was very long and extensive. We are nowhere near done with the INFP healer personality okay so let's get to it this is long for me but we're gonna make this happen hopefully we do not have to take any breaks infp strengths idealism Mm -hmm. infps care deeply for others and believe it is their duty to make a positive impact on the lives of others other people in any way they can because of this unbreakable commitment infps are capable of great self-sacrifice and they won't compromise i'm probably going to let that lady read in a minute and what's her name guys seraphim Okay, so let's try this again. Because of the unbreakable commitment, INFPs are capable of great self-sacrifice and they won't compromise their ethical standards for personal benefit. INFPs are firm believers in the unlimited potential of human beings to achieve remarkable things and they can always be counted on to provide encouragement or material support to those who are attempting to expand their horizons. Idealism. Integrity. Integrity means everything to INFPs, and that includes intellectual as well as moral integrity. Some people might cause INFPs of being overly imaginative or of being willing to stretch logic to break breaking point to the breaking point. Sorry, you guys, to the breaking point in order to find deeper meaning. They insist must exist. But there is no denying that the deeply reflective nature of INFPs allows them to transcend the boundaries of imagination that so often prevent us 
from discovering new solutions to old problems. Integrity. Compromise. I know about that word all too well. As empathetic idealists, harmonious relations are like a balm to the soul for INFPs. In family settings or when working in groups, INFPs are highly effective as mediators because they are legitimately interested in the viewpoints of all and will go out of their way to make sure that everyone is given a fair hearing. They are enthusiastic advocates of cooperation and believe that no difficulty in insurmountable is is insurmountable, you guys. My bad. When people work together for a common cause. Compromise. Dedication. It is easy to pay lip service to virtues like compassion, creativity, originality, and open-mindedness. But these ideas don't mean much unless they can be translated into real-world application. Fortunately, INFPs are masters at doing just that, passionate and committed to the cause. These personalities have a unique ability to mold and shape their surrounding environments in ways that promote self-empowerment and transcend achievement for all. What are your INFP strengths, you guys? INFP weaknesses, sensitivity. They said that already. Their deep compassion, sensitivity, and commitment to to originality allows INFPs to interface with their interpersonal landscapes in a constructive manner. But these feelings also leave them vulnerable, to disillusionment and powerful existential angst. (laughs) INFPs who venture enthusiastically out into the world can end up retreating into lethargy and depression when they discover their idealism isn't always shared or respected by others and their incredible talent can go completely to waste when they become too discouraged to continue. I think I have an INFP personality, guys. And I think I have a pulled muscle in my arm. Um, Next, impracticality. 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 <laughs> you guys, let's say say that word with me, you guys. Say it together. Impracticality. Impract M and not N as in I N. M as in I am practicality. No. While their insistence on standing up for justice and decency is admirable, 
the intensity of their feelings can occasionally leave INFPs unwilling to make compromises even when doing so much be whoo so even when doing so might be necessary to get something accomplished it's just hot sticking to your morals is admirable but in the real world it may be impossible to accomplish anything unless the infp can find a way to give and take a little and find practical if imperfect solutions to problems practical if imperfect solutions to problems Let me read that again. Sticking to your morals is admirable. But in the real world, it may be impossible to accomplish anything unless the INFP can find a way to give and take a little. And find practical and if imperfect solutions to problems. It might not be perfect, but it solved the problem. Impracticality. Selflessness. INFPs have a tendency to neglect or suppress their own needs if they believe it is necessary to keep the peace or make others happy. When a person holds his or her insecurities inside for too long, it can eventually cause a blow up and or an emotional breakdown. Sensitive INFPs offer often suffer it is hot in silence. And this is a pity because INFPs and their fellow travelers usually have people in their lives who care about them a lot and would be more than happy to help them deal with their heartaches and disappointments. Selflessness. Vulnerability. Compassionate to the core, INFPs lead with their hearts rather than their heads. And this can sometimes set them up for trouble. Unfortunately, these are users and manipulators out there. There are users and manipulators out there who are always on the lookout for easy targets. And from the standpoint of these individuals, INFPs might as well have flashing neon signs attached to their foreheads that say, exploit me, exploit me. Trust is a wonderful thing but not when it makes you gullible right i've been in those situations avoiding one now where i can be took and labeled as gullible pushover infp growth and development in order to reach their full potential infp should learn to recognize the difference between compromise and concession People who disagree with INFPs are simply seeing things from a different point of view. But to an INFP, it can feel like they are being backed into a corner. Instead of digging into their heels, INFPs must find a way to detach from the situation so they can comprehend the motivations of their opposition more clearly. If it is only a difference in values and not a lack of them, then that is responsible for divergent opinions then INFPs should not expect others to give in to stubbornness and more than they would if they shoe oh sorry if the shoe were on the other foot 
oh my um nas disappeared hope you guys like really are not getting that flash but it's okay that's the live that's the blooper that you see a little bit of this face make sure dreams and fantasies are fantasies are used to enhance that must mean i'm getting tired you guys to enhance reality rather than replace it. INFP, so look out at the world with idealistic eyes, often see grand vistas of beauty and limitless possibilities that others are not capable of receiving. But INFP sometimes choose to retreat into these fantasies instead of using them to solve real world problems. Imagination can open the door to better possibilities and INFPs should never lose sight of its transformative potential. Learn to respect the details. No matter how wonderfully and inventive a new idea might be, it won't get anywhere if the logistical details required to put into practice are ignored or neglected. INFPs may find this aspect of the creative process a bit boring, but they should challenge themselves to overcome their disinterest and pay attention to all those annoying details anyways. Seek out of leadership. INFPs have strong egalitarian instincts, are natural conciliators, yep, that's the word, conciliators, passionately believe in the utility of cooperation, are excellent listeners, and never fail to pay attention. When someone has a new idea to share, these admirable qualities double as superb leadership skills, and no one who possesses them should avoid leadership positions simply because they aren't extroverts. Above all else, leaders must have the respect of those they presume to lead, and INFPs are just as capable of gaining that respect as any other personality type. accept themselves as they are without apology because their standards are so high INFPs have a hard time forgiving themselves when they fail to meet their own expectations they may also become indecisive and fall into a perfectionism so extreme that it cuts off their flow of creativity and makes it impossible for them to excel and achieve this dynamic is unfortunate, especially as INFPs would never think of holding others to such impossible standards. For the sake of their mental health and happiness, INFPs must learn to stop comparing themselves to others and recognize that they should prioritize their own happiness. I probably am an INFP because I relate to that a little bit too much. To too familiar how about careers you guys so fake snore and it didn't even work right and it blasts me 
you guys. So, here's here's the truth, guys. Because I'm live, and you know, I'm going to tell the truth. I want to take a break right now. I want to take a break, you guys. I have a pain in my shoulder, and it, I need to get something. I'm posh. I need something to drink, and it is stifling hot. So, live. I might be back with you guys. Then again, I might. And you might have to go check me out on my podcast to see the rest of this INFP personality. It is interesting, isn't it? So, um, thank you guys for joining me for this first, this first part, this first live. And I'm new to it. My first Universal Spirit Music 8 vlog live podcast live blog my bad i'm delirious guys it's the heat all right so it's live you're gonna see bloopers you're gonna see fails and you're gonna see much more it's reality i will be back in a minute Okay, podcasters, I had to take a breath for a second, disconnect my live. I am going to come back to you guys with this INFP personality traits and types descriptions. And when I come back, I'm going to be talking to you about INFPs in the workplace. I can't wait till you guys get to joining me and we are conversating together. Okay, I'll be back real soon. What's up, you guys? It's Gemini21, a.k.a. Ray the Lamb, and you are tuning into Universal Chit Chat, a.k.a. Universal Spirit Music 8. Um, I am talking to you guys, and I am also broadcasting live from my Universal Spirit Music 8 Facebook page, y'all. Okay, so it's, it's podcast live. Um... I was just recently talking about the different personalities, which is HSP. One of that was one of the first ones that led me into the conversation of the Myers and Briggs 16 personality types. So I did do a partial of the INFP personality type, but I felt that it was too much to do all at one time, which is there are 16 of them with very deep and detailed descriptions right so i wanted to do it a different way so i'm going to go ahead and i'm going to just go straight through the different personality types all 16 of them a brief description and a couple details about the personality types in general and then i'll come back again and break each one of them down so right now i'm gonna hear a little click click in here Myers and Briggs 16 personality types, okay? 
So we're going to explore these. They were created by Isabel Myers and Catherine Briggs. Um, and those are the de developers of the MBTI, which is the Myers and Briggs. Um, Meyer and Briggs. Well, it really doesn't give you a breakdown of, of what the rest of that means. Man, you've got to be kidding me. It doesn't give you a breakdown, but that's okay. It says, when you discover your own personality type, you'll understand more clearly why you do the things that you do. You will gain confidence in your strengths and be better able to make decisions that suit your true nature. Okay? wet my whistle before I get started. All right. So first we're going to begin with, once again, the INFP personality is the healer. That's the first one we talked about. INFPs are imaginative. They are idealists guided by their own core values and beliefs. To a healer, possibilities are paramount. The reality of the moment is only of passing concern. We're going to deal with that. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and turn these notifications off real quick. Because we don't want any disturbances. Real life. That's why I said it's real life. You're going to witness real life situations going on. That's the whole point of the live. Alright. So, to a healer... Possibilities are paramount. The reality of the moment is only of passing concern. They see potential for a better future and pursue truth and meaning with their own flair. So they are healers. I cannot understand exactly how any of this means healing and it goes over my head a little bit but that means that we have to go deeper into it the next time um and that's if you don't go look it up before um next is the intj personality which is the mastermind guys listen to that the mastermind intjs are analytical problem solvers eager to improve systems and process processes with their innovative ideas they have a talent for seeing possibilities for improvement whether at work at home or in themselves so i was reading the infp and i said i think that i have an infp personality but then i'm looking at this mastermind intj personality like ooh. It sounds like I have that one, too. You know? So I might just be crazy. But, hey. INFJ is next. INFJ is the counselor. I, I'm not even... I didn't even read it yet. And I still think I got this one. INJFs. I just said it wrong, you guys. INFJs are creative nurturers with a strong sense of personal integrity and drive to help others realize their potential. 
creative and dedicated. They have a talent for being others, I mean, for helping others with original solutions to their personal challenges. So that is a counselor, and I, I, I agree with that because... Um, counselors are people who can motivate you and talk you down from high places that you shouldn't be in and bring you, pull you out of low places that you shouldn't be in. So they can drive you and motivate you to reach and, um, strive to, to, to reach your, your, your hidden potentials that you have. Okay. So, they're also so creative and dedicated to a situation that they will try out of side of the box things to help lead and guide others in the correct direction, you know? So, yeah, that is a counselor, someone who will challenge you to do something out of your ordinary to better yourself they will motivate you to do so talk to you okay next up is the i and it's a listener really it's a listener next up is the intp personality the architect (laughs) Uh oh i might got that one to you guys i don't know but if you think any of these resonate with you then Feel free to speak on it now or later. NTPs are philosophical innovators, fascinated by logical analysis, systems, and design. Hmm. They are preoccupied with theory and search for the universal law behind everything they see. Yeah, I'm one of them. They want to understand the unifying things of life in all their complexity. So I'm one of those two, which is an INTP personality. It's a person who just basically overall is a designer. And we got to look deep down into those designs. And when they say universal law, there are laws of the universe, laws of attraction, things like that. Um, They build around those things. You know, uh, like, have you seen people who come up with these weird architectural structures and for some reason, they have thought so deep into this structure that it even has... It's like feng shui involved. The lighting over here, with the, with the ceiling, um, windows over here, with skylight over here, and uh, a spiral stairs, staircase, like, in the... What do you call those days? Somebody give me a good word. But in the back in the days, like BC or AC, and there was a staircase. We can go into that one day too. But there was a spiral staircase that people could not understand how it stood up and what the post was. But involved in the architectural structure, the post was built into the actual stairway where it could not be seen. 
All right, next, 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 next. ENFP. So ENFP personality is the champion. Hmm. ENFPs are people-centered creators with a focus on possibilities and contagious enthusiasm for new ideas. People and activities energetic, yeah, well, for new ideas, people and activities. Energetic, warm, and passionate ENFPs love to help other people explore their creative potential. So, you know, you have people that feel already in themselves, like, I'm a champion, I'm a champion, and you can be a champion too, basically. So, they're good, they're they're that type of person, and they're good at trying to create champions out of others. Next, ENTJ is the commander. (laughs) This is deep. ENTJs are strategic leaders motivated to organize change. They are quick to see to see inefficiency and conceptualize new solutions and enjoy developing long range plans to accomplish their vision. They excel at logical reasoning and are usually articulate and quick, quick-witted. So they respond quickly. They think fast. Um, they're very reasonable, just logical, reasonable. They they excel at that, just reasoning, and they can develop a whole plan. To reach whatever goal that it is that they're trying to get to. Next is the ENT, ENTP personality, which is the visionary. I like that word. ENTPs are inspired innovators, motivated to find new solutions to intellectually challenging problems. They are curious and clever and seek to comprehend the people, systems, and principles that surround them. That is definitely one of me too. Which is, I need to understand the process and the way things are set up, the setup of things. So, ENFJ teacher is coming up a lot lately. So, I think that I'm a teacher, one of those type of people, a teacher, teaching type of person. Um, INFJs are idealist organizers. Are idealist organizers. Ooh. Lord. Driven. Hmm. Sorry about that. Driven to implement their vision of what is best for humanity. Yeah, that's me too. They often act as catalysts for human growth because of their ability to see potential in other people. And their charisma is persuading others to their ideas. I might be one of them too because, you know, I do talk to people. It's like kind of what I'm doing now. I do talk to people about what I my knowledge and I don't really want to sway them but I do want to sway them a little bit but I'm not trying to take anybody 
and change their beliefs or nothing like that. I just want to open their eyes to other things and see if they see them the same way. All right. Next. ISFJ. ISFJ personality is the protector. Um, They are industrious caretakers, loyal to traditions and organizations. Mm -hmm. I know a couple people like that. They are practical, compassionate, and caring, and are motivated to provide for others and protect them from perils of life. And I would think I would have some of those qualities too. Uh Uh-oh. Sorry. Went the wrong way. Uh, I think I have some of those qualities too. But I know a lot of people who are like that, honestly. Next. The ISFP is the composer. They are gentle caretakers who live in the present moment and enjoy their surroundings with cheerful, low-key enthusiasm. They are flexible and spontaneous and like to go with the flow to enjoy what life has to offer. So, a composer doesn't seem too much like what they explain the the name as being a composer and then on top of that they have <laughs> they have a violin present because it says composer but when you look at it it doesn't point you to any point of a composer so as far as music goes low-key enthusiasm they are flexible and spontaneous and like to go with the flow to enjoy what life has to offer okay so let me tell you what those type of people are those hold on let me move my headphones up real quick you guys um they are the type of people who are it um you only get one life and you only get one chance to live it live it to the fullest take chances be spontaneous be courageous be brave things like that people who take chances every day because you know they're trying to experience life so in in a religious sense to me when it comes to the spiritual religious part I think that these people don't have a strong belief in that was going to be an attack. I'm not going to say that. I don't know what they believe in, honestly. But there are a lot of people that I've met in my time that say, oh, well, live life to the fullest. You you can't die with this. You can't die with that. Do have fun till you drop. You only get one life. So that's a composer. Next, we have an ISTJ. Because, see, I didn't even know what to say about that. My commentary might not be as um, deep. But the inspector is an ISTJ personality. And they are responsible organizers. Sounds right. Driven to create and enforce order within systems and institutions. They are near and 
they're neat and orderly mm -hmm, inside and out and they tend to have a procedure for everything they do yes so i might have a little bit of that in me which is the inspector i am very specific about you know how things are done and there is a system just like me it's almost like they call it ocd but it's not necessarily ocd it is everything has a place everything has a place everything has a specific order in a place that it belongs okay next istp istp is the craftsperson and they are observant artisans with an understanding of mechanics and an interest in troubleshooting. They approach their environments with a flexible logic, hmm. looking for practical solutions to the problem at hand. So, yeah, a craftsperson is going to try to figure out how to fix something, even if they can't fix it the same exact way that it in the same condition that it was in the first place and even if it can't go the way that they want it to go they'll just find another way for it to go so that's just like people contractors who work on houses and they say well we got to figure out a way to get this to stay up here and and make this threshold um this threshold uh curvature or you wanted to we wanted to arch instead of being so pointed then you know they might add some plaster or they might even um improvise and use some cardboard and then plaster it in there just to make that arch that they couldn't get there in the first place um they'll probably do better than cardboard because it's they know better than I do what can hold long and what can be done into a home. But that was just an example. A craftsman. I-S-T-P. I mean, a craftsperson. So, next is... We got four more, which is E-S-F-J. E-S-F-J personality is the provider. Providers, um, they are consensuous helpers sensitive to the needs of others and energetically dedicated to their responsibilities they are highly attuned to their emotional environment and attentive to both the feelings of others and the perception others have of them so they care about what people think of them and they are very perceptive of other people's actions so they think about like what the people act how the people act around them um they are very in tuned with the environment when it comes to their emotions like empathy it's kind of like empathy uh, they knowingly they love to help people they love to help people they are sensitive to other people because of their need to help them. So that is very similar to some of the characteristics of the empath. Next up is a ESFP, the performer. <laughs> ESFPs are vivacious entertainers who charm and engage those around them. They are spontaneous, energetic, and fun-loving. 
and take pleasure in the things around them. Food, clothes, nature, animals, and especially people. The performer. Yeah, you know, they like to make people happy. They like to put on a show. And it really is for the people. So, basically, they love putting on shows for other people. And very into how they're feeling, their emotions. Next is an ESTJ personality. The supervision. The supervisor. That's who that is. ESTJs are hardworking traditionalists eager to take charge in organizing projects and people. Orderly, rule-abiding, and consensuous, ESTJs like to do, like to get things done, and tend to go about projects in a systematic, methodical way. So, supervisors, that's what they do. They run situations, they direct them, they organize them, and they find the best suitable, um regiment to do things in order to do things in rather next up last is the estp personality the dynamo (laughs) they are energetic thrill seekers who are at their best when putting on fires no i just said that wrong when putting out fires whether literal or metaphorical. They bring a sense of dynamic energy to their interactions with others in the world around them. So, they're, I don't want to say a mediator. Sorry, I was fighting the yarn, you guys. Um, Just been uncontrollably yarning lately. But they... It sounds like they're saying they're mediators. And they're thrill seekers. So wait a minute. They're thrill seekers. They seek excitement, drama, things that... Oh yeah, drama heads. So they can get into a dramatic situation, but they are really good at calming the flames calming things down when it comes to literally uh getting a fire to go out or metaphorically when it comes to getting a heated conversation going on or argument hey how you doing welcome to universal spirit music aid i am just on my last personality trait which is 16 estp the dynamo and the dynamo they are people who are energetic thrill seekers but basically they love a whole bunch of drama and they love to be the one in the middle trying to calm it down and mediate the situation putting the fire out so that's where we got right there now we're going to talk about the 16 personality types categorizing i don't think we need to go through all of that what is personality personality typing excuse me i'm not perfect so you're gonna see bloopers and stuff like that um the personality types described here were created by isabel brig myers and her mother katherine briggs in the 1960s their theories were based on the work of psychologist carl jung 
although they extended his ideas to create a more complete framework of personality typing Myers and Briggs proposed that they were that there were four key dimensions see that word right there dimensions that could be used to categorize people so here go the dimensions four key dimensions which are introversion versus extroversion. So that's an introvert and an extrovert. Introverts are to themselves. Extroverts are to everyone. They feel better in crowds. Number two, sensing versus intuition. So some people can sense something's going on. And some people are just, they just have intuition. They know something is going on. I mean, I got a feeling. I sense something. I don't know what it is. Intuition is um, my spidey senses is tingling and something's about to happen. And I'm sure about it. I know something's not right about this situation. My intuition is telling me. Like a woman's intuition might tell her a man is cheating. And sensing something might be... You're sensing, you're sensing something might be wrong, but you're not quite sure what it is. Number three, thinking and verse versus feeling. So you could think something is going on, and then you can feel if something is going on. Two totally different feelings, emotions going on there. Number four is you can judge and versus perceiving. So, judging a person is saying, um, judging a person is talking about someone, what they do, judging the way they may walk, talk, in a manner of basically criticizing them. And then perceiving is the way that you perceive, that you receive a situation the way that it comes across to you. It's not a judgment, but this is the way that it comes across to you. Each of the four dimensions are described as a I don't want to read that, you guys. It's just described as a dish um I don't really want to. It's D-I-C-H-O-T-O-M-Y. I had to do that because I don't know what it says. Maybe there's a way we can get a read here going on. Let's see. Read aloud. So we're going to read this aloud. One second there. Because I'm going to figure out what this word is here. wouldn't even know that it was reading right now all right you guys i can't do that right now it's not gonna work so i spelled out the word d-i-c-h-o-t-o-m-i dichotomy I, i don't know or, and if you know that word, please 
tell me. Like, I don't even mind. Exchange of knowledge, teach me. What is that word? You can, I'm going to post it so you can actually see this. And then if you find this word, I'm going to underline it when I post it. And you guys, tell me what that word says. I know I can go Google afterwards, but interaction is the point, you know? Um, okay, so, or and either, or choice between two styles of being, this or that. They describe this as a preference, which that is a preference, and propose that any individual should be able to identify a preferred style on each of the four dimensions. The sum of a person for person's four preferred styles becomes their personality type. Myers and Briggs theorize that our preferences on each of the four dimensions will combine to create predictable patterns in thought and behavior so that people with the same four preferences will share many commonalities in the way that they approach their lives from hobbies they choose to work that might suit them. They choose to the work that might suit them. Yeah. So what is the meaning of the four letters in the personality type? Let's go see. Let's go see. All right. Each of the four letters in the personality type code stands for a preference in your style of thinking or behavior, i.e. introversion or extroversion. The introversion-extroversion dimension describes how people... How person, how, uh, hey y'all, I just messed that up. How a person um, manages their energy. Introverts are energized by spending quiet time alone or with a small group. They tend to be more reserved and thoughtful. And I'm an introvert, but I'm a slash extrovert. Extroverts are energized by spending time with people and in busy, active surroundings. They tend to be more expressive and outspoken. So that is IE. And we have the SN, sensing and in, or intuition. The sensing intuition dimension describes how an individual processes information. Sensors focus on their five senses and are interested in any information they can directly see, hear, feel, and so on. They tend to be hands-on learners and are often described as practical. Intuitives focus on more abstract level of thinking. They are more interested in theories patterns and explanations they are often more concerned with the future than the present and are often described as creative intuitives next (laughs) tf thinking or feeling the thinking feeling dimension describes how people make decisions Thinkers tend to make decisions with their heads. They are interested in finding the most logical and reasonable choice. Feelers tend to make decisions with their hearts. They are interested in how a decision will affect people. And whatever it fits, 
in with does that say oh I'm sorry it doesn't say whatever and whether it fits in with their values here's the last one JP JP is judging or perceiving the judging perceiving dimension describes how people approach structures in their lives judges appreciate structure and order they like things planned and dislike last minute changes perceivers approach flexibility and spontaneity they like to leave things open so they are so that they can change their mind Okay, so I definitely know one of those type of people. Um, they like to keep the door open just so they can change their minds. A judging or perceiving person. Someone who just judges or, yes, and perceives things a certain way. So, how do I know which personality type I am? Because I know myself. And you can take this personality test, okay? So, I already told you guys what I was going to do. Um, podcast, podcast. And podcast live, so you guys are gonna hear this real life, which is me clicking and flicking, and I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna post these different personality types, which will allow people, if they want to, to go deeper into. They'll go deeper into it if they want to read themselves. You know, sometimes we understand things differently. If we read them ourselves, we can take our time and go back over them. If we don't understand something, it's best to read things yourself. But my point is putting my own twisted, my own thoughts. I really didn't have any, a lot of thoughts about that. And I'm going to be watching some um, videos to teach me more about the different personalities. And you know I'm coming back with it because I said I got to go even more extensive into it. Now, reading this is okay, but it's more just giving you a guide about those personalities. But I want to know more. Um, I want to be shown more details. That's why I said I'm going to watch a video so I can receive it differently. So right now, you guys, you can go check out Universal Spirit Music. I yes, you see the live is going on. It's it's going, baby. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and post what we just talked about and these 16 different personalities real quick. As soon as I get through here, okay, there we go. We're in the right place. So I'm gonna go ahead and post it. And you guys can go check it out. You can go reread it yourself. You can get a little deeper into it. And then I'm also going to go and post the personality test. So they have a person personality test. And these are different personality tests. So I'll post a couple different ones of them. But the first one I'm going to post is the personality test the Myers and Briggs 16 types. So, um, that will, that is something that people can go take. I can actually take this test right now, but I want to send it to you guys first. I want to put it up so you guys can go do this yourself if need be. 
you know, it's very interesting. So, um, here we go. You guys go check it out real quick. If you can, you know, if you want to, go go join um, Spirit uh, Universal Spirit Music 8 Club and flight club go go join the flight club you know it's called flight club because you you fly high you up there and um, on a higher frequency kind of might be a little bit more familiar with the things that i'm discussing and talking because of the level of life and understanding that you're on period so here we go Yes, this is a definite way for you guys to deal with anxiety. Get your butt. Get your butt on a live. Okay, so now it's up there, you guys. You can go check it out. Join Spirit Music 8 Fight Club. And you can also go check it out on Universal Spirit Music 8. Okay, okay. So, my podcasters... That was a good one. Uh, Just like I just said to my live, you can go check it out and you can take the test. I put the test up. I'm going to go take the test myself. And I'm probably not going to do it. Should I do it? Why not? Let's do the test together. Right. All right. Do, 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 do. You know how many people have taken this test a lot in the last 30 days? So, the first question... Okay, so they have a list, and it says inaccurate, neutral, and then it says inaccurate. But they give you so so many checklists. I try not to draw attention to myself. That is so accurate. That is 